Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Life with the Girlfriends with Christine Marie and Julie. Hello, Christine. Hello, Julie. With your respect, my authority, sunglasses on and the well, not really sunglasses. No. You can't really call them that. What would you call them? What would you call these? Transitions? Maybe. Well, you know, they're your amber glasses. Yes. And um, they are shaped like every great 70s aviator, kick your ass kind of. True. You know, they're, they're good looking glasses. Yeah. But I remember that they don't get darker. They're just kind of amber. Right. But why do you wear them? That's a tough question. Because I've seen guys wear pink ones. Really? Just a touch of pink. And I'm wondering if it helps them see color differently. Mm-hmm. Well, it does It does change the environment for me. Okay. To, um, it's, I guess it's crisper. Okay. Um, but not overly. I like that. Yeah. Well, it's inter- it gives more dimension, maybe. I just like seeing you in these glasses. It's, it's just, just preferable for me. It just makes me feel like you're you're today's a day. You're kicking ass. You're not taking names, right? I don't even take names. I'm kicking ass. There's no point. No. no if point. your ass is in front of me, I'm kicking it. Yeah. I don't even have to have you. Don't your your name. Your ass is I'm anonymous. A tough, I'm a tough broad. That's right. <laughs> exactly. That's how you are. That's right. To me, that's how you'll always be a tough broad. Um. I, I feel like I could, I could use some therapy, but when could I not use therapy? Mm-hmm. But I also feel I need to have like just this odd show where I'm just throwing out things that I've seen this week that I'm like, I can't, I can't believe this got made. Oh. Uh, okay. Like first off, I, I don't know how seriously I should take this show. You okay. know that I am a fan of paranormal activity caught on camera. Right. Love that show. Yes. I don't like, I like to record it and then go through all the nonsense. Because every one is 15 minutes long. And so you see the, the, the tiniest little clip yeah. over and over and over again. Over and over again. And then they have like five or six people yes. that talk about that. And then, and all of them um, have always to say that, you know, I've never really seen anything exactly like that before. Yeah. I tend to believe this is true. Right. And they all say it's, True. Yes. Like they're getting it, and and I'm just guessing. I could be wrong, but I'm guessing none of them are in the Writers Guild of America <laughs> on strike, and that's why they can pull, they can knock this stuff out. Yeah. Or the, none of them ever said liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. Exactly. Like I don't believe this nonsense. Yeah. So there's another show. Is it on the Travel Channel too? Oh yeah. Which is not about travel. <laughs> Unless you're uh, yes, interdimensional. Exactly. They, they should call it Interdimensional Travel Channel. Yeah, it's a lot easier <laughs> just to say travel. Tell it what it is, right? And uh, there's this new show that you kind of, I go, what are you watching? And you're mm-hmm. like, uh, Julie, I'm watching The Legion, Legion of, of Exorcists. Exorcist. Oh, what? Yes. I go, I'm watching it's The Legion. It's kind of a little play on words. Yes, because Legion in the Bible. In the, in the Bible, the I guess, I don't know if it's Paul or mm-hmm. even, I don't know if it was Jesus, but it says, what is your name? Because you're always supposed to ask when you're doing an exorcism yes. what the date name of And I that. love how there's rules. Like, they're supposed to tell you the truth. Yeah, or they have to. They have to tell you the truth who they are. Like, it's especially if you ask, you've you got to say nicely. it in the name of Jesus. Oh, the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You, they have to tell you the truth. All names... 
have to bow before the name of Jesus. I get you. And then they come out and they say their name. Yeah. And that one said, my name is Legion. And so he said, that's what it said in The Exorcist. Right. Oh, okay. And so it's sort of a play on words. Legion sort of, you know, represents the devil or the demons. Right. And so it says Legion of Exorcists. And is there a Legion? Is that like... Oh, also like a superhero name, like the Legion. The, yes. Oh, that's League. Yes. The League of Extraordinary. Yeah, yeah not yeah. Legion, but yes. <laughs> yeah. But the Legion of Exorcists. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is just bizarre. Yeah. And what they do is they have this group of exorcists. Sitting around a table. Talking about their stories. They're, you know, right. imagine and, this. Yes. They're on the ship. They're on that boat in the middle of the ocean, off of that small little island off the, off the East Coast, looking for their shark, their jaws. And they're telling war stories about their, you know, got got, you got that scene in your mind, right? Yeah. But they're all wearing different yet very theatrically religious garb. Yes, which I they're adore. They're all wearing like um, purple. Yeah. Uh, the purple things around their shoulders. Yes. Uh, lots of collars. Yes, lots, lots of black of, and white. Lots of big crosses. Lots of big crosses. So they all have their... The their uniform. Dram- their dramatic, their dramatic uniform. uniform. Now, I'm guessing yeah. none of them are I'm, actual. I'm actually guessing not one of them have been to possibly seminary. all of Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm poss- possibly all of them have just been approved by, you know, the, yeah, on, on the $50 internet. $50 on the internet. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong. But but, was, but I think that's what, that's what I'm going to, that's a school I'm going to start. Hell to the yes. Yes. I'm loving Legion this idea. Of exorcist.com. I love this because here they are. We're talking and like they have the reenactment actors. That we, which yes. I would want to, if that's a real gig, yeah. I'd do that. We're it's sitting around a table, you and yeah. I, and then uh, we, you would tell the story of something yeah. that happened to you and then they're recreating it. Yeah. Through actors. Yes. You know, I, I just wouldn't, I would hate to be the person who's like the reenactment actor and like the real person's watching them and they're like, oh, yeah. like sad. Oh, like, couldn't have gotten someone a little better looking well, than that? Well, not only that, but the one woman <laughs> that was on the table. Yeah. Around the table. Yeah. They, when she told her story and they had the reenactment in yes. her. They must have they must have ran out of money because they gave her the cheapest ass wig. Yes. And, it and just then when you saw her real hair, you're like... Oh, not a bad match. Kind of close. <laughs> kind of close, yeah. actually. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah, and, it's like they went to Walgreens and took it off the Halloween. Yeah, um, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. But I'm watching this and I'm I'm not not loving it. I'm not not loving it. Right. Um, I remember years ago, I don't know what the hell I was watching, but they were talking, uh, you know, unbelief or I don't know what it was but there were some really scary well-produced episodes mm-hmm. a small series this is about five or six years ago mm-hmm. and I think it was the one and I'm gonna where this one guy he's like possessed by the water god or something but he's he ends up going to prison or jail oh yeah and he was able to throw a bead of water yeah that they would have to turn corners and like knock the you know the jailer in the head now just me repeating it going well i'm not much of a superhero power what do you do i can take i can collect all the water droplets in the in the air form into a a pretty nice size i don't know quarter (laughs) and i can fling that quarter Mm -hmm. of water 
and I can make a turn and it'll hit anybody I want. Mm-hmm. Knock, and, them, knock yeah, them for a loop? It basically just fucks with their day. Like, what the hell? I'm inside. Where'd that water come from? Mm-hmm. It just makes them a little bit crazy. Annoyed. But annoyed. The League of Annoying yes. Prisoners. Um, I can't believe you used the word annoyed. I just can't believe it because you're so psychic. Uh, Adam Carolla on his podcast has been on this rant for uh, a couple of weeks now talking about how women use that word annoyed a lot and they're always annoyed. Mm. And I'm like, and no men are ever annoyed. Mm. I'm like, no, no, no. You guys just call something different. Mm. And until uh, the day you use the word annoyed, I thought that was funny. I use the word annoyed and disappointed a uh, lot. Uh, the, 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 yeah, when we say the D word, we, we mean yeah. disappointed. Yeah, the B. Oh, the mom's, big very, mom's using the D word. <laughs> What's that? Douchebag? No, no. Yeah. Disappointed. Like, I, I have, he has big D energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big disappointed. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, going back. And then the other episode, so that was kind of scary. The one seeing the guy in jail and throwing the water yeah. droplets and all that yeah. stuff, being able to control water. Um, and then, but the next episode was about this Catholic priest who was doing real exorcisms. And he'd have people walk into his parlor like let's say wednesday he was he threw his shingle up he's an actual priest yeah three to five he would do tune-ups on your exorcist Mm -hmm. and um and i'm like this is real because yes this is a real full-blown priest go behind his house got his little shingle up Mm -hmm. and like on wednesdays three to five Mm -hmm. maybe it's a busy day Mm -hmm. noon to five people just come in come out he gets blessed Mm -hmm. the demon leaves and Mm -hmm. they're good to go until something else happens Uh yeah because for whatever reason there's just this town and it's in italy they're just all these little demons just waiting to pop in and then they gotta gotta pop out so i just thought that was very interesting but Mm -hmm. it was so well produced i was like this is amazing this is totally crazy this is not nearly as produced um, the Legion of Exorcists. No, but I enjoy, I don't even know if I could tell a go- uh, I was going to say a goofy pleasure. That's probably it. Not a guilty pleasure, but a goofy <laughs> pleasure. Well, the one story was um, the, the 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 Reverend or the he was teaching a class, mm-hmm. and it was a class on possessed uh, items, mm. and he had in his possession this doll, mm. and it was in a glass case. And the doll was from some Russian czar, you know, very, you know, very intricately dressed, like little fur and stuff like that. And uh, the class was a small class. And one of the women raised her hand and said, you know, why don't you take the 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 uh, case, you know, the doll out of the, the glass case? He said, you can't do that. This is a possessed doll. Yeah. Okay. And she goes, you know, I'm psychic. All of us here are psychic. I don't get any sense that that's that that's the case. Oh. And then she says, and she turns around to the class. Anybody else here want to see the doll? Because we are, are, are feeling, what are you feeling? And everybody's going, no, we don't feel anything about this doll. Nothing, nothing. Mm. And then the priest goes, oh. yeah, or I shouldn't say priest, the reverend or whatever. Yeah. He goes, oh, okay, I guess if you guys who are all psychic yeah. and don't feel the need for me to... To say this is a possessed doll, I'll take it off. And he just gently takes it off. And within a few seconds, all the people are going, are are, are, like, are looking crazy. They oh, got geez. blood coming out of their eyes. No, you're kidding me. And no, and by their mouth. Physical, real physical symptoms. No. 
Oh, this is what the what the priest is seeing. Oh, oh, and, uh, from the, and then he starts listening to the doll, uh-huh. and he's going, "No, no, I can't. No, I can't." And it shifts. Okay, there was a little interruption there, so I didn't mean to disturb you, Mom, because you were right in the middle of your story. Ugh, can't remember it. <laughs> Seriously, you can't remember. I don't know if something okay. about that, that the Legion of Extras. Well, no, because they're they're in a classroom. Yeah, yeah. And I go, they're all bleeding yeah. out of their eyes, and I go, what's going on? I go, is it are they? So it's physical manifestations, and you're like, no, the priest, the. So no, calm. not with the class, but the priest was looking at all of them, and uh-huh. and he was seeing, you know, them coming like with with like, you know, their tongues out and Got blood it. coming out okay. of their eyes, and and uh, and then the doll started getting in his head mm. and started, and finally he had enough like strength to put the case, the glass case, back over the doll, and got himself. Protected. Oh, again. good. I have to say uh, this about this enough show. enough to tell the story yeah. around the round table. Oh, good. There's a. I, I saw about five or ten minutes of the round table discussion. What I noticed was there's a lot of perception going on. The whole like everybody's in the room. You know, there's the laymen and the laywomen, and they're all laying around. And you got laid. getting laid, and then you got the the spiritual advisor dressed in his in his or her really flowing garb and so forth like that. And um, you know, they'll 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 send something like, "Oh my God, the spirits left the body, and now it's above the bed." Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, it's right there," but nobody. Mm-hmm. It's not. Re- we don't really know. There's no real evidence. Well, we don't see it. We don't see it, per but, se. but they feel it. They feel it. They feel that it's big. They feel it, and they, and really they feel that it's big and, and dark. Yes, and, and heavy, and so. I'm, I mean, like, I've been there. I, I, okay, so I, I see this, and I remember, remember that couple, uh, they they went and cleansed homes. Uh, I can't think of their names now. I know, you're going, why can't I think of the name? Yeah. But the woman, it's, it's all those movies are based on that couple. Yes, yes. And, but the woman, she, um, as a, an older woman, would wear big bows in her hair. Mm-hmm. But she was, I liked her a lot because she always took authority. Like, that would be you. Right. I'm like, I'm taking authority over this mess. This is, right. I'm taking authority. Yeah. I'm putting my amber glasses on. No one's going to mess with me. A big bow and in so my on. hair. Okay. Sorry, guys. You know how this is just one of those days <laughs> where we're interrupted again. But I got to trust in the Lord. Yes. You know? Amen. And if there's any spirit around that's, you know, it's pod blocking, in Jesus Christ's name, you are released from pod blocking <laughs> us. We're getting this podcast done and we're going to have yeah. a good time. Yes. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. What would you, what would you call it? Um, podcast interrupt us. That's podcast exactly right. Podcast interrupt us. That's- <laughs> exactly. So should I talk a little bit about my producer course? I do, but I want to kind of swing around one more thing. Okay, because- yeah, and I made a mistake. It's not a course. No. It's called an intensive program. Yes. Well, Ten you, weeks of intensive program. And you program. need an intensive program, don't yes, you? I, I'm, I'm due for one. Yeah, you're due for one, and here mm-hmm. you go. You got your intensive program. Yeah. But I want to say that, so, I, I you know, give props to... Um, Travel Channel for mm-hmm. you know, Legion of Exorcists and all mm-hmm. their great content they're putting out that's just amazing in the most ridiculous way. But I, I got it. Okay. You know, there's still ten or fifteen percent that I'm like, oh, that I think that's true. Yeah, I think there's, I think the 
the line, the veil between dimensions is uh, yeah. very thin there. Well, also too, like we we were watching something this morning, and you said, "Can you stop the program?" And I stopped it in such a way as that the man that was speaking mm-hmm. on the stage had like a giant shadow of himself yes. above him. Yes, and. It looked very eerie. Yeah. And I said, you know, that looks like a lot of those like those lot photos of yeah. that you see on paranormal caught on camera. Yeah. Like and then I caught this this yeah. spirit walking by my house. Yeah, really. So, you know, it yeah. could, a lot of it could be just the, the photography. Exactly. Angle. So, the other day, um I get a text from Doug. This is a text. And I'm I'm really not I'm about two or three days lagging in my pop culture, celebrity death things and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just get a text and he's like, Well, one day it was this is the best day of my life. I'm like, Okay, that's all he says. And then it was about Trump getting indicted. I'm like, Okay, we're mm. still we're still focusing on this. I'm like, mm. Okay, cool. And then then I go then I go, uh then he said, um, uh the worst man just died. The worst man in the world just died. And I'm like, hmm. hmm, was it Hitler? I thought he died a long time ago, but mm-hmm. you know, he could have been living in Brazil or Argentina. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay, what's, you know, what's, where's he at with this? Where's he going? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to Google it. I just had to. I'm like, mm-hmm. who died today? Who was the most worth, you know, um, according to Doug? According to Doug. Yeah, one of the worst humans on the planet died today. There's a hell. He's in it. I'm like, like okay. This I is what he's texted. This you. is just that's it. That's all he texts me because okay. now he knows that I the way my brain works. I'm like I like a puzzle. To me, his brain is an enigma. I can never mm-hmm. figure it out. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So I googled and I'm like, there were three people that had passed away of somewhat notoriety. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay. I, uh, what were they? Uh, Pat Robinson, somebody else, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Pat Robertson. Yes. And I thought, oh, this would be Doug's choice as the worst man in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because... <laughs> was it? Yes, it was. Oh, my God. I know. But it's funny because to a lot of people, mm-hmm. he's like the best guy in the world, mm-hmm. you know, you know, pushing God's word forward, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And to Doug, he's just, you know, the worst person. Mm-hmm. And... I wonder if that's the consequence of being exceptionally out there or well liked or famous in something because of because of pol- the law of polarity and mm-hmm. spiritual realm and and mm-hmm. yin yang there is always this counterpart mm-hmm. you know like if you're just a person who people are like oh yeah I like her well enough you know, mm-hmm. you, you, people are lukewarm about you. Mm-hmm. They're not very turned up the heat either way. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a lot of haters either because, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, I, you're probably well, like most people don't have the even the the gumption to send a text about something that is like, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I'm sorry that he died. Ninety three. Good run. Good run. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Decent run. I'm sure he said some highly inappropriate things. For the times, <laughs> in what way? 
Oh, I'm sure he has said some anti, you know, oh. gay stuff sometimes. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. I'm just guessing. Oh no, I'm, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. if you, I mean, he's been he's been recorded for forty, fifty years. Yeah, exactly. No, More. seventy years. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking, you know, and at he some probably point, would go. Oh, I, I get a. Cr-. I mean, he might have cringed himself. Yeah. <laughs> Bad sushi. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I just cringed myself. Myself. One of those nights. One of those nights, man. Yeah, I had one of those the other day. I know. The box of Raisin Branch have a label. Please don't consume with bananas after 9.30. You could cringe yourself. You could cringe yourself. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, I'm sure he has a lot of... A lot of cringeworthy well, moments. Well, yeah, I imagine you know you can you know you go back a couple of decades and see what you said about things. You oh know? yeah, I I mean, I've always thought I was progressive for the time for the times. Yeah, and now because I'm because I no longer need to be progressive for the times. I'm like ah, I, I I wish I just cared enough to be progressive enough. It's like. Yeah. I'm passing the mantle right. down because it's just not my fight. Right. That's it. Thank it's you. just not my fight, Thank guys. It's just not my fight anymore. I go, yeah, it's your fight. Yeah. You, you do what you- I had a couple I'll- of dogs in, those, in that fight. Yeah. And now those dogs are dead. So, yeah. Uh, Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Their dogs are dead. Yeah. I just don't have it in me anymore. No. Um, and so, like, peace be with you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so forth. So let's get back to Doug. Oh, okay, but that was it. So he, yes, he, he was grateful. Pat Robinson was dead, mm. and I just thought, well, it was funny because mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we watch Kenneth Copeland once in a while. Yeah, and oh man, there's, I mean, there's, a, this is a guy who's been, you know, targeted by TMZ. Like, oh, there's Kenneth Copeland. Let's go, let's go run him to over with my car and <laughs> and take a picture of him, you know, because he comes off of his mm-hmm. private plane and mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. and yada, yada, yada. And, um, uh, but Kenneth Copeland is, is eight, late eighties or mid eighties. Yes. Yes. And Pat Robinson is 93. Yes. And what I like about Kenneth Copeland, besides the fact that he tries to preach faith and good, mm-hmm. goodness, mm-hmm. if you're following somebody who is teaching hate mm-hmm. or like most of the world is evil, mm-hmm. find a new preacher, right. please. You know, because then that's all you're going to find right. is hate and well, crap they, everywhere. Because then you are, and your children and your children's children won't necessarily know the love of God. Exactly. They're only knowing the... The, the, the consequence, the, the hatred the, or the, the, yes, you know, oh, of, 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 I don't know, a limited belief system. Exactly. Uh, thank you, mama, for putting mm-hmm. it so eloquently. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but I like this idea that Kenneth Copeland keeps saying, I've been told by God that I'm supposed to be 120 to give everybody an example that it can be done. Cause, and he, cause God told me, this is what Kenneth Copeland says, that God said to me, like, nobody's done it yet. I need people to believe they can live to be 120. Yeah. Nobody's done it yet. So, Kenneth, I'm, I'm asking you. Yes. To keep the good fight going, which in his mind means I've got I've got trainers. <laughs> I eat well every day. Yes, you know? get on his, his <laughs> treadmill for an hour a day. Yes. You know, so he's he's doing the work. 
because faith without works is dead. Now, I'm not sure if that, that you know, because I've heard people say that. Our that action, co- corresponding action. Is, is not, uh, it's interpreted differently in different places or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, you know, I like that idea that. But if you were going to interpret something, mm-hmm. wouldn't you interpret it for your benefit? 100% I would. I would, I would too. I, because if it's just an interpretation and exactly. it's just of your belief system, at least be on your own side for exactly. heaven's sake. At least be on your own side. So the other thing is, um, uh, uh, that was basically it. So I want okay. you to talk about your really, really intensive producing course that you're taking. It's or not do- a course. Yes. It's a program. Mm-hmm. It's an intensive. Yes. And I started it last week. Yes. And it's, um, I'm so, and two years ago I took the writing program. Yes. This is from Act Am One. Am I wrong or was it, did this two years go by exceptionally fast? Exceptionally fast. Because yeah, exceptionally I, fast. I'm, I'm literally. I remember when you and I started, yeah. started it, we, we submitted that, that, that writing yes. work. And uh, it was we stayed up to like one o'clock in the morning because it yep. was the last. Last day. Minute of the, it was, yeah. I was like, that's. That's crazy. Us, yeah, that's us. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was the, the last, um, s- supposedly this was the last year that it was going to be done Zoom. Because in uh, in essence, all the programs are done in Hollywood. Yeah. And, um, and have been. And it was one of the speakers that we had last night, uh, um, Barbara Nicolosi. She was the founder of Act One. And in 2000, when she, or 2001, when she founded it, um, I was just among her first people, students interested right, in the okay. program. Yeah. And I, you know, I had a couple conversations with her. And so it was really interesting to come full circle uh, to see her, her teaching. She's yeah. a professor, um, tenured professor at. I think Regent College, teaching film, film, filmmaking, and but um, during that first year, you know, I submitted a, a an actual screenplay mm. that I had written, mm. and so when I was actually asked to go to Hollywood at that time, they they think they picked twenty twenty people. That would go into this intense. It was all summer long. Mm. And I can remember it because we had just built the house Mm -hmm. here. And I don't know how, but you remember that I threw my back out. Yes. And I was in excruciating pain. And we'd gone to chiropractors and everything. And I did not want to miss this. And we thought, oh, we could bring a chair along. You, we would drive I would give you a there. recliner. Gonna I was going to drive out there. Yes. I was going to be your ass- assistant for yes. six weeks, eight weeks. Yes, 10 uh, weeks. And, and I'm like, mom, how are you going to feel? You know, I'm like, I got an idea. I knew I came with you that this idea. You're like, oh, how am I going to do this class? I'm like, okay, here's here's my idea, mom. Just picture this. You... In a class, everybody's got regular wood chairs, normal chairs, desk chairs. Now, because you got me, I'm bringing in in a (laughs) two-wheeler this electric recliner. (laughs) <laughs> that also lifts your ass up. It goes, it goes total flat to total up. You know, just I go, I go. It's a great idea. I'm willing to drive to California. We'll throw it in the back of the van. I got yeah. my two wheeler. Yeah. We'll get it done. Those are the days. So I go. What are you thinking? 
What do you think about that? I'm thinking about that, that, that she's in the front of the class, the rest of the students, and I'm in back going. <laughs> and now she said, Christine, can you come to the board and tell us about what you've, what you thought about this screenplay? <laughs> yes, I can. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> You fall off. You get you. Excuse me, but my back's really in a mess. I was in so much pain, and I think uh, eventually, I it just the reality hit me that I just could not no. attend. No, and so I, I, and so I felt you know so sad. But you did. Then, um, it was heartbreaking for you. Yeah, exactly. And then during, yay, COVID, they decided to take you, you know this class on zoom yeah and so you and i we we got together and we submitted a writing sample yeah. again and and um and i told him about barbara and how 20 years ago i had tried to you know got accepted and so we got accepted to the writing program yeah did that all summer and then uh i co-led a writer's group afterwards mm-hmm. the midwest writers group for about a year yeah um and then we did this program. It's got, been great. They asked me if I wanted to apply. Yeah. And it's called the Executive Producer Program. Yeah. And it has been exciting. I don't know. I And, and you know what's really kind of interesting? Mm-mm. I know we're kind of making fun of stuff, Mm-mm. but one of the girls, ladies in my writer's group, who I I didn't know because she had gone to through the program uh, years ago, uh, but she was still you know in her spare time right. writing, so she joined the group, uh, and then she she joined. Then she couldn't stay. I don't know if her work changed or whatever, but one time she said to me, uh, as I was you know leading, she said. I don't know why. I don't, I don't see you as a writer. I see you as an executive producer. Mm. And that was all she said. And I went, maybe that was a prophetic word from someone. Why not take God. it as that? Yeah. And so I thought, if I ever get a chance to do the the executive producer program, yeah, I should do it because I've been prophesized over. I, and then when you and realize so how I powerful that. that is, yeah. when someone says something good about you for your future, yes, you're like, oh, I should do that to more people. Yes. Because it just feels it's a blessing. good. It's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing. Now, I don't know necessarily what it means to, to have it. To, you know, it's like we're so uh, conclusion-based. Yeah. Our, you know, what does, this, what does this mean for me? Yeah. But I don't well, that's a good word. think like that. Uh, it's yeah. a good word because... Ah, we know that we've had written, it's all about the journey. We've had that written on, on pillows. Yes. And then some town, the last 20 years, we've come to the conclusion, it's not about the journey. It's all about the results. And however you can hack hack your journey to get you to that destination, you do it. Yeah. You do it. Right. And then somewhere we started losing our soul. Yeah, and 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 things became very disappointing because the result is never as good as you think it's going to feel. The big D energy, yeah, it's big D energy. Yeah, you know, and so I find it very interesting. Yeah, so I am just literally enjoying this 
program. Yeah. We have, so far we've had two excellent speakers. Yeah. Um, people really long time in the industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, and really know the, the business of, of show business. Yeah. And are truly um, acting, truly, it's weird, but it's a very different program than the writers mm-hmm. in the sense that these teachers are the, 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 they're all, they're they're in the industry they're mm-hmm. working yeah and they they they're te- train they're acting as if we're already executive producers they're, how great they're is that treating us like that they're treating not like yes. you're just a novice going to be you know, you, know you guys are all doing yes, this exactly you know and it's a really different very adult experience I'm glad you're getting and turned I'm on by it. I'm loving it. I'm yes. glad. I'm loving it. Is it is intensive. Yeah. I mean, we were reading a screenplay together because I'm enjoying the process with you yes. as well. We were getting down in the weeds and we were reading it and, and it was a time where we had something else going on. Was that it we called had, The Tom Commandments? Is the that Tom the Commandments. Right. I don't think it was ever made into a movie. And it's play on words. And it's kind of, it was, I didn't want to say too much about it because I don't know if I can, we can, really. No. Mm-hmm. Legally, you can't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, but it was, I found it enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> the process of reading it with you. Yes. And and doing that 119 process. 119 pages. Yes. You know, definitely a decent, decent, yeah. decently structured, good, yeah. drawn characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want, because you're supposed to, you're probably going to have to critique maybe even 50 screenplays. Yes, easy. And I'm wondering if you're going to be able to, if they're going to throw some dogs in there. And, mm-hmm. and like, you know, to see what people are going to say about these dogs, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, guys, this one. <laughs> yeah. But if, you know, here's the thing, though, it, if if we, if, even though there may be dogs, we, if we see some good writing. Yeah. Then we can go to the, to the, you know, the writer. Yeah. And say, how about not this, but maybe what else do you have? Yeah. What else do you have? Because what we're looking for is maybe something a little different, but yeah, we can see that you have good characterization. And I shouldn't say that about being a dog. Cause I'm seeing so much content being produced right now that I just can't, I mean like, how did this get done? Right. You know, right. how did this get done? This right. is crazy. Right. <laughs> they say that, um, uh, you know, up is looking for good content right now. Oh, that channel up. Yes. yes. Cause that's, it's sweet. supposed to be sweet. It's yes. like the Hallmark. It's a, yeah. a next level Hallmark, Hallmark light. Yeah. Do you say Hallmark light? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of great. <laughs> Which is light light. <laughs> exactly. How light is up? <laughs> I was going to say Hallmark with a like punch in the face spiritual uh, religious stance. Like you're totally mm. free to use the word God a lot. Uh. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. It's about uplifting. I, I could be wrong though. Mm. Could be wrong. I you know what I I don't know I've not gone to that channel mm-hmm. and the only thing whenever I hear up all I think about is Ed Asner yeah and I see a lawn chair and a balloon yeah and I remember you crying other than that I don't remember much about it the, the movie yeah oh yeah I cried my eyes out of the movie. yeah I don't re- I don't remember crying or anything uh, okay do you remember the I just first... know that you cried. Well, because the first minute and a half, two minutes of that movie mm-hmm. is Ed Asner and his wife. I'm just tearing up already thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, in a cartoon and showing them their life, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll have to see it. 
You did. And you're like, I don't get why Julie's crying. This, go, this is just a cartoon. What the hell, Julie? You better cry like this for me when I die. Presuming I die first. Uh, that's true. That's, that's. Well, it's funny. You say I did that. cry at that, that Mexican movie. Coco. Coco. Yeah, that yes, was I did cry. Yeah. You did I went, cry. Julie, you've got to. You should see this movie, Julie. I didn't. I said, I go, I did you go, see. No, I'm not going to see it if you're crying. Oh, that's why I said. If you're crying, yeah, I'm not, I'm not see seeing it. this movie. This, yeah. is, this is just yeah. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, mom, not enough. You cry at nothing, mom. Yeah, there's not enough sangria in the world for me to, to get numb these, numb these emotions. <laughs> if you're crying, so, Yeah. We and got I that remember you, you saw it. You cried. You, you were calling, crying. I hate you. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> so mm. anyway, so that's 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 kind of what's you know. So so yeah, that's that's the crux of. I'm glad and we've got like um, probably about nine more weeks to go, mm-hmm. and like you said, there'll be during that time. Um, you know, more and more good, good speakers will, and we'll, as we try and kind of hone what our niche will be yeah. and, and all of that. And, and, you know, we've got probably about 80% of our class is already in the industry, oh, sweet. already live in Hollywood. Yeah. I think that there's one person that lives, I mean, I'm one person from the Midwest mm-hmm. and I think we have one person that's on Eastern Oh, cool. Eastern time, so I think they're out. They're out east. You know, can I can I kind of divert the conversation? Last week, I wanted to share something with everybody, and you said, uh, "Let's not, let's not share that with people." Okay. And then I thought today, I feel the need to share people with because it was very much. I think somebody out there will go, "Oh, thank you for sharing." You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a female examination a week and a half ago. Uh, all right. <laughs> I only want to say one thing about it. Ouch. Yeah, besides ouch. Well, it was barely successful. Barely. And the reason why is because of my knees this time. Mm-hmm. I, I was taught, you know, we're getting ready. I'm like going, I go, doctor, this is not going to work. She's like, what's going on? I go, I can't get my knees bent as much as you want me to without my thighs cramping up. And my knees, I don't know if I have that flexibility anymore, my knees. And she's like, well, I'm not sure I'm going to get the right positioning. I would hate to do all this work for you and not get the right cells. And I'm like, I know this was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> it's all about the positioning. That's, why be, you're, That's what he said. It's all about the positioning. <laughs> you know, and then during this moment as I'm, you know, I'm not buck naked, but basically, you know, I just feel my body, myself leaving my body more and more. Oh yeah, we. That's I'm no, what we you're about. no. I'm no longer embarrassed. Right, right. You know, we're at having some point, this, at some point. At some point, your spirit departs. My spirit departs, and then you. Uh, you I feel just kind nothing. Of looking at yourself, I yeah. feel nothing, and I'm like, okay, this is just it. Mm-hmm. We're just in it for the ride. You're just, we're just doing it. You know, I'm not only, you know, I'm having this slightly embarrassing thing going on. Um, I'm realizing that, oh, it was funny because I wasn't going to have it done because you said you wanted to come with me and I had to go to see you for another reason. And, uh, this was, and you're like, Hey, just, just say no to this today. Cause you know, I'm waiting for you, you know, 
um, I don't want you know, we had other plans we had to go to after this mm-hmm. appointment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here all day. I'm like, okay, no problem. And so we had discussed this earlier that I was going to try to like say, oh, I'm not up to it. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I had, you know, you know, whatever. I was going to say, I'm no longer in menopause. But that, that wasn't going to work. And, uh, and so, but anyway, I'm in the room and the nurses are getting things ready. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, we're all in, aren't we? And I'm like, um, shit, mom's going to be so pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to save you, girlfriend. I know. But I thought it was very interesting that you you do just leave your body. Yes. Told you you would. Yeah. You know? And thank God I'm not seeing myself. Like, I left my body. I don't know where I went. But you it went wasn't. With the Legion of Exorcists. Yes. I, but I wasn't looking down at myself. Thank the Lord. Because I do, <laughs> I do play with myself. Not really like that. But I, you know, not I'll, I'll like vision myself. Oh, from above, that would be a hysterical thing that was going down. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying all these words, <laughs> just way too much hyperbole and innuendos. So, but I can see myself from above, you know, mm-hmm. my spirit in the corner mm-hmm. looking at this hysterical and just having a good laugh on my expense. Mm-hmm. Like, and me just like, oh, doctor, I'm sorry, I keep in my knees this way. I can't give in this dirt, you know, like scoot closer up. I got to get the right positioning. And it's like, oh, my God. And I, I don't think I said I'm sorry as an adult woman so much in, in two minutes mm-hmm. as I was doing for that moment. So mm-hmm. if you do have questionable needs, knees and not needs, I do have questionable <laughs> needs as well. Uh, I, I'm saying, you know, maybe wait until you get, you know, just right after you get your shot. Your uh, your shot, shot in the knee, mm-hmm. you know, or make sure that you really take some ibuprofen and loosen those babies up. Mm-hmm. Do some stuff because if your knees are really stiff, it's hard to get the right position for the doctor to do what they need to do. And did you, were you able to, like, you know, without too much discomfort, stay in that position? Yes. For as I, long as it needed? Yes. Um, the only thing she said was... You have an exceptionally long birth canal. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. I'll let my mom and dad know. Thanks, guys, for letting me have a. I go, is that good or bad? It's neither. I'm just saying. It's just exceptionally long. Just so I gotta, get, I gotta get way up in there. Ooh. I'm like, okay. And I just, you know, hmm. yada, yada, yada. Interesting. Yeah. So left my body which is very mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that uh, only a few times during medical procedures do I have to leave my body you know and yeah. that was one of them um, oh you know one of the ones that speaking of that I think um, what's the one where it's really loud the MRIs uh, MRIs yeah that would be a good one to leave your body <laughs> I, I was unable to the first time yeah and the second time they had given me we couldn't even do the test because I, I'm like this cannot be right yeah I, people were people are saying yes to this, this yeah. is, and then this they gave me drugs. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. And how do you? Because I, I had one several years ago, but um, I had to hold on to something. I can't remember. Like you hold on to a switch, and if mm. you press the switch, it means to shut the machine down. Oh, I didn't know that. No, like it gives you a you know like you can't take it anymore. Yeah, well, that's kind of nice. <laughs> you had no choice. Uh-uh, I didn't give me a switch. They didn't give you a, something to hold in your hand. No, they just say, let me know if you got to stop it. I'm like, okay. How do you do that? Like, oh, yes, help. help. Yeah, yeah, help. Yeah. How can you, you know? Yeah. 
Um, I didn't give me a switch. Yeah. So I the second time I was much more prepared though because they gave me three pills to take, mm-hmm. like two hours, one hour, and fifteen minutes before. Mm-hmm. Little tiny. I called them. They they were made me very happy. I don't know what they were, mm-hmm. but I'm like, oh, these are kind of nice. Yeah. These kind of gave me a nice little. My remembrance of was, was here's I felt like I got uh, the old bait and switch in a sense because mm-hmm. um, the lady said. I go, how long should this thing last, you know? Yeah. And she goes, oh, it shouldn't be more than, like, at the most 12 minutes. Oh, not bad. And so in my mind, I was counting it down. Oh, gosh. I was going one Mississippi, you know, until and I made 60, one minute. And two one yeah, Mississippi, yeah. three one. Oh, my God. Because it was like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? And you think, oh, I think I can take this. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I don't know if I can. Yeah. Well, I, I have to take this. Yeah. But I don't know if I can. Yeah. And, you know, that maybe two minutes went by. But it was it was a good, I think, 20 minutes. Yeah. That's what I think. It could be. Mine was an hour. So You had to be in there an mm-hmm. hour? Yeah. Why can't they, you know what I mean? They can invent pills so that men can have erections. Supposedly there's Why open MRIs. They... But I guess the I guess our insurance companies don't pay for it. So you have to you know, pay for it yourself. I don't know. But didn't they have those open MRIs at some point? I'm not... I'm not even saying open. I'm saying there's got to be a better way yeah. than that thing. Well, it's very interesting because maybe it's I because was we live in a rural area. You know how you have like an aha moment? And I was listening to um, this story about fire in the sky. Remember that book about this yes. this guy? There, he's working out in the field or the trees, yes. um, northeast, northwest, and. Um, it, which one is played uh, by DB Sweeney? Yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yes, the guys. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Okay. But oh I mean, wait, DB Sweeney was that the one where they got the you know the spaceship? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. UFO comes yeah. up. He gets definitely to, know this one. Okay. Yes, you know this one. Yes. And so, but anyway, I was re- hearing the story that people were talking about it, and this comedian goes, or somebody suggests, why is it that the you know the aliens come you know cross the universe interdimensional travel they get here and they've got to probe you to me i mean we got mris we've got x-ray machines my feeling is they've got other ways to figure out what's going on yes, than just exactly. probing you exactly and i'm like you know what that's all right <laughs> <laughs> and then i just felt the fear of ever being probed mm-hmm. left me and then a week later i got at a atmosphere, and I'm like, well, I guess we're still probing, you know. Yeah, exactly. I guess, I guess, if we're still probing and we have MRIs, I guess it's a possibility that aliens that still, they're, still they're probing too. Yeah, they're, they're, and they're, they're still they're still crossbreeding. Yes, they're doing all those stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, for a split second, I thought, oh yeah, aren't we better than this? Aren't we better than probing? Yes. Aren't we better than probing? Yes. Yes. For just a moment, my heart went open. I'm like, yay, we're better than probing. <laughs> um, you had an interesting thing, I, I thought, did. this week. Um, I did? Well, no, no, no. You you were telling me about uh, Army Hammer. Oh, yes. Okay. And I thought, what could Jill say that could... And, I, and, I, and you know, I thought it was interesting celebrity gossip when right. it came out. Right, right. And now, there's more to the story. And here's the rest of the story, or part of the story, right? Just more. Just more of the story. More more fullness. Because, you know, the reality is, we're not all just one-dimensional beings. Yeah. 
and we all have a story. Yes. And um, some people have to come right out and have an opinion. Right. You know, uh, and then some of us are going, oh, really, this is a neat addition to the story. Yeah, exactly. And I think you get to tell it right now. Oh, okay, I'll tell it. Well, um, I think Hulu or one of the streaming uh, streaming sites had this documentary about Army Hammer and his family and that whole story about he was a cannibalist. You know, he likes to eat people, likes to eat, you know, just like I want to eat your thumb or, you know, he really in his sexual fantasies, his kink was about devouring, eating, being a cannibal in some ways. Yeah. Which is interesting. I don't mean to interrupt. Yes. Okay. But. I remember the the my 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 girl that I love and I would like to mentor myself after. Yes. Padma Lakshmi. Yes. She said her line is uh you could take a toe and deep fry it and it would taste good. No, the whole line goes like this. You could take a toe, <laughs> dip it in egg batter and flour, then throw that in the fire fryer, make it taste good. All <laughs> right. You can't forget to fry make All otherwise right. you see the nail for heaven's sake you look that was like a toe but you put it you roll it in flour you know dip it in egg wash and then flour then double dip it because you know what if you when you've had the double dipped fried something mm-hmm. you're like you're not going back mm-hmm. you're like this is double dipped fried chicken mm. this is really good yeah you know double dip fried toe yeah, ain't okay. going back yes but you're right she she could go she probably has a kink that goes that way I don't know. I don't know. It's out there, right? So we know the story about Army Hammer. We also know that his grandpa was a little bit cruel. And I'm like, everybody, whose grandpa was? was Yeah, back in those days. (laughs) You know. Um, And so, uh, yada, yada, yada. But... They this this documentary and also my all grandpa the, took me to a tavern, put me on the bar and made me dance for drinks. Yeah, while I sang, I was five years old. Mom say, "On the good ship, lollipop, it's a sweet trip to the candy shop." And then they would start throwing coins, and my grandpa could buy another beer for yeah. us. If I'm not mistaken, that was your first time you were molested, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was just the first time. It was just the first time. Seriously, we've Lost improved, count. people. We've improved. Thank the Lord. It is not okay. I think it might even be illegal now to bring a five-year-old to a bar to have them sing for drinks. I'm not saying for sure. You know, sometimes there's, a, there's a, you know, yeah. on these speakeasies out there. Maybe <laughs> come on in. I had to the the first money I ever made. They bought taps for my shoes. Uh. I could tap on the on the bar. <laughs> On the good ship, ship. lollipop. It's and then your grandpa bought you a real cute dress that night, yes. didn't you? Like, honey, we got we got work Thanks, on your grandpa. We got work on your look. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks later, grandpa like I only got I only got two extra beers. What you losing your touch? I turned six. <laughs> My cuteness is gone. <laughs> no, we're taking it to the extreme. Uh, part of. <laughs> Part of that story is legitimately true, um, and then we just took it to the stream, which is fine. Let's let's keep it light. Otherwise, it's just effing tragic. Okay, <laughs> keep it light, people. On the good, good ship. ship. No, Grandpa. No. Is a sweet <laughs> trip to. Okay, another interruption.
Which is good. So get back to Army Hammer. Okay, in a nutshell. So we know that with Army Hammer, we're hearing about all this, like what a horrible dick he is. And, you know, he's he was married at the time. He's still married. They haven't signed the divorce papers. And um, I saw this whole documentary, and it really painted him and his family as complete, like, literal, the legion of exorcists must come to this family and exercise whatever demon spirit is around them mm-hmm. and uh the also thing is like army hammer the or wh- whatever the main guy's name is the grandfather's name um he was i don't know if he was a billionaire but he had Armand. he was a multi-millionaire and i believe the weird part that i felt is that they he left his only daughter like five hundred thousand dollars yeah l- to- literally, literally penniless I mean, not penniless enough. She lives in Hawaii, <laughs> but she didn't, you know, she didn't, I mean, unless you were prepared to like get out there and work a little bit, mm-hmm. you're going to have to figure that out. You know, hopefully you've got a really good financial advisor saying, well, maybe you should buy a apartment complex and you're living in one apartment complex, mm-hmm. one, one apartment. Like, well, that might be doable. Mm-hmm. You know, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to discuss her financial situation, but please. Like, now, I was listening to Dan Savage, and he was had sex and politics. And if you're a Magnum subscriber like I am, you get to have, hear that podcast. Uh, but he was interviewing uh, the, um, this reporter. He writes for Air something. But he's pretty uh, f- pretty well known, I guess. I don't yes, know. Yes, yes. But anyway. He, Airmail. Airmail. And, um, he, but he was the first guy to get Army Hammer to do a sit-down interview. And they did a really deep dive. And remember we saw those text messages initially? Right. Um, we only saw one side. We never saw the first text that this woman sends to Army Hammer where she's kind of goading him along. Right. Like, hey, you know, I I would like you to MC our charity event. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's for a good cause, yada, yada, yada. I come, I really would. I, go, I know that you are a celebrity. I want to respect your privacy. And, you know, I just want to let you know. Um, I, I understand <laughs> wanting to be private as well since I'm a... Oh, since I since I used to run a dungeon. Yes. That was it. So I used said. to run a dungeon. Yeah. And I think it's sort of like this. Remember the senator from Chicago, from Illinois that got kicked out in his first term because um, of a sex scandal because he was caught on tape? Yes. I can't think of his name. Yeah. All I remember... Yeah, his wife is an actress. Oh, really? Yes. Now? No, Back she then, was. Oh, yeah. no, 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 not that guy. Not that guy. No, I know who you're talking about. Okay. This guy, um, uh, um, that girl was in Star Trek. Not that guy, because he didn't ever became. He never became senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went. He went up against Barack Obama, which I think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. The guy that you're talking about. Oh, okay. This other guy was 10, 15 years earlier. Okay. But I just remember one thing from that scandal, and that is he's talking to this young girl who he doesn't know has been already coaxed by the police to get him on. Mm-hmm. On a um, recording, mm-hmm. and she mentions that she's uh, a Catholic girl, and she's mm-hmm. got her little skirt on mm-hmm. and her little stockings. And he goes, "You're Catholic? You're wearing a uniform? I hit the jackpot! <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Like the jackpot! Jackpot! Yeah. I won the lottery! Something yeah. really yeah. crazy That's like what that." He said. Yeah, and I'm right. like, "Oh, dude, dude!" Yeah. And so yeah. you know, so but what you're realizing is that. There's two sides of the story and that the women in this in Army Hammer's life really 
kind of coaxed him to be kind of. We're saying kind of, but really, if yeah. you read the text, there's no two. No, two, they they were basically I mean, setting he, him up. Yes, well, I don't know about that, but, right? But it's not there were two just, sides. It's not just innuendo. No, it's it's really. And they like, weren't saying no, 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 and uh, but. Um, what so there's two sides. Not that he's innocent. He is still a dick. Yes. But. And then all, because he admits to being that. He says, I never sexually abused anybody, but I did manipulate people. Yes. And I was a dick. Yes. Because now he has recovery. He's not drinking and doing drugs. Mm-hmm. But what we also find out that his, um, this woman that. Um, he's married he, to. He cheated on with his, while he was married talks to his wife and said, you know, this, I really chased him. He said, no, I kept chasing after him. And then the wife kind of breaks bad and is pissed that they had this affair and says, why don't you take this to the police? Cause I really want to have, um, I really want to have full custody of my kids. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, generalizing this, but there is evidence through text messaging that Army Hammer's wife kind of was in cahoots with this woman mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is maddening because we really just got one distorted side of the story. Mm-hmm. And it made me physically ill by the time it was. I mean, I yeah. felt really dirty. Yeah. Because I'm sure I talked bad about him. I'm not saying, listen, he's not perfect. He just wasn't evil. <laughs> You know, <laughs> everybody had a part to play in this craziness and this yes. madness. Yes, it and was. It's it's an evil. It's an evil circle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and I mean, maybe we're saying evil. I'm saying uh, evil. Or here's but the thing: but if you swim with right, if you're you know, if you play in with fire, you're gonna get burned. You know, I mean, that's mm. kind of right. That's true, right? Right. But um. The the thing is, so I went back. This is why I love the world and the universe because I listened to this podcast, Sex and Politics, with Dan Savage, and it was an old one. I want to listen to it this week from March fifteenth, mm-hmm. and then just this week, Dan Savage said, "Oh, by the way, um, no indictment is going to be d- passed down for Army Hammer. Oh my because god, because they don't have enough evidence." Right to and they would have loved to put him through jail because yes. it's yes. such a good story. Yes. They would have lo- if there was real evidence. If there was real evidence that he, that he's not saying he wasn't a dick, mm-hmm. or uh, like didn't mm-hmm. treat you know didn't play by the campground rules, mm-hmm. which is you leave somebody better than better, you than that's they can, the campground rule. Yep, that's what you do. You gotta leave. You don't better drop your you, tr- you don't leave your lot you know, your litter there. Yeah, pick That's it up right. and take it with you. Yeah. Make it better than when you know, maybe yeah. plant a flower. Just you know? like when you take your dog out for a walk. You got that pick poo, poo bag. Poo. Yeah. I mean, the truth of the matter is, though, picking your dog out, you know, that poo is valuable fertilizer. It, you know, maybe throw it into the woods so it, mm-hmm. you know. Also, we, 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 you know, you make um, poo pills out of it. For doggies who, who, have, <laughs> who, have, who have poor intestinal tracts and they need them probiotics. So yeah. But our dogs don't need it in pill farm. They just go ahead and roll around. That's in true. It. That's like, easy. Most dogs have no problem I eating poo. I found a pile of poo. And Hallelujah. I think I won the lottery. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, girlfriend, how is this show well, interrupt us? <laughs> podcast us, interrupt us. Let's look at, I'm going to go out singing. On the good ship, lollipop. It was great. It was great. 